Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Welcome back, patriots. You got Doc Holliday's Tea Party here. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And let me tell you, we got a show that's lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about tough love for the Tea Party. So hang in there. You need to hear this. Tough love for the Tea Party. And we're going to get into the Republican nomination for the uh, finding a nominee to run against Barack Obama. And we're going to be talking about that. It's very important you hear this show because we're just a, about a month away from Iowa caucuses and the January startup of the primaries for the Republican nomination of who is going to get to run against Barack Obama and who can lead this nation back into prosperity. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be up to the Tea Party? You better listen and find out. This is the most important show that you may have ever heard. So get ready for the tough love for the Tea Party. And also, we'll touch base on the news. But this week, I also got the Tombstone of the Week Award goes to the words of Glenn Beck. Now, what did Glenn Beck say that deserves the Tombstone of the Week Award? Will you find out? We're going to get to it here in just a few minutes. And I'm going to tell you, this show should shake up some Tea Party folks, should shake up the nation. And this show is a very valuable time of learning, of motivating, and time to get some things together, to get our act together so that we can actually have an influence on this nation as a Tea Party. Now, let's get right into today's show. And before I do, i got to tell you, we do have a special interview coming up. And the interview is with Roger, I mean, excuse me, Robert Sanchez. And Robert is the owner of uh, something very unique and very special. He and his brother have put together that helps everyone learn the United States Constitution. But not just everyone, our children. Our children can use this unique way to learn the United States Constitution and know the freedoms that America was built on. We're unlike any other, any other country in the world because our freedoms were given to us and our founding fathers put them together in the Declaration of Independence, the United States Constitution, and we're going to get Robert Sanchez on in just a few minutes to tell you about the unique way that you can better know the Constitution and your children and grandchildren. So uh, we'll have Robert on coming up in a, about 10 or 15 minutes. But first, let's get right into today's show, Tough Love for the Tea Party. And I just, uh, sometimes you just can't get what you want. Yep, that's right. Sometimes you just can't, if you can't get what you want, you just might find you get what you need. 
Well, I'm telling you, in this race for the Republican nomination, it's been topsy-turvy, it's been up and down, it's been all around, and everybody says, now we're getting down to it, it looks like we're going to have none other than Mitt Romney as the nominee, and the press is telling you it's a done deal, and so many people are telling you it's a done deal, Mitt Romney's a nominee, so let's get ready for it. What's the Tea Party say? What do you say? Uh, there's a lot of things that we all need to say. But I'm going to first say this is about tough love now. Tough love for the Tea Party. I have to tell you, we've gone through uh, two years of the Tea Party now. And we've worked hard and made a tremendous change in 2010. Knowing that Barack Obama would be lying ahead. And that somehow this administration... This socialism that's been infiltrated into American life from the top down has to be met on with something strong and something from the Tea Party. And now I'm looking across this Tea Party leadership and looking across the nation. And I just have to say, I have to say it now. Where do we go from here? I mean, where do we go? It seems like we've had uh, Michelle Bachman. We've had... Herman Cain, we've had uh, everybody's come up, everybody but Rick Santorum has come up in the polls and then got knocked down. Now it's Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich, the, the ultimate establishment man. I mean, here's the guy that went out with Nancy Pelosi and wanted to do a deal on global warming. Here's a guy that walked with Al Sharpton. Here's a guy that's taken things and and he's really been involved, deep involved with the establishment for decades. Newt Gingrich. And now it's between uh, Newt and is it, is it uh, Mitt Romney? Is it down to that now? Where is the Tea Party values? Where is the leadership of the Tea Party? We don't have a leader, but we have leaders that have got a lot of organizations beneath them. And where are they? We're a month away from the Iowa caucuses and we're about to be given Mitt Romney as our uh, nominee to beat Barack Obama. Is that supposed to make the Tea Party happy? Are you happy? The choices we have? Is this the best the Tea Party can do? I'm looking around. Herman Cain. You know, I've talked about on this show. Everybody that's listened to this show knows I like Herman Cain. But the man in the last debate, it sounded like he was worried about oil in Syria. And what, we got to get involved with Syria because of oil? No, if he thinks that Syria has oil, is he really serious about being president? You can overlook some things, but when you get caught, like a deer in the headlights several times on several subjects. I'm telling you, is that who we want to be president of the United States? And we look, and we look, and I look for the Tea Party leaders from the different organizations that are stretched out across here, and I see them go around the country, and they've gotten people fired up, but it, something's waning. Some, some of that zeal, is it because... It's just like the Tea Party leaders. Have they become what so many people in Washington have become when we elect this strong conservative and they go to Washington and they come back and they start 
saying how strong and conservative they are, but when you go up there and look at their votes, they've caught Washington at us. And so I'm saying, I'm looking out across the Tea Party leadership across this country, those who are in charge of several organizations, those who have come up to the leadership position, knowing there's no one leader to the Tea Party. Yes, I understand that. Yes, you understand that. We are a part of the Tea Party, but I look at those who are in charge of several organizations, have come together, and they know what it means in Tea Party leadership, and I say, is this the best you can do to get us ready for the most important election in the history of America? That's what I'm asking you. You as the Tea Party, as a listener to Doc Holliday's Tea Party, we need to challenge our leaders. We need to challenge them because they need some tough love. What's happening is not preparing us for the most important election of the history of America. You're not preparing us. Look, if you're preparing us, then why do, why do we have to choose Mitt Romney? Is that the best the Tea Party can do is say, we'll take Mitt Romney? Or maybe they'll give us John Huntsman. Is that what the establishment's going to just roll out in our hands? Now, I got on the Newt Gingrich rally ago, and is he a part of the establishment? Well, my goodness, he's been around in it for decades now. He's had some great times, and he's had some very poor times. So where do we go from here? Where do we go? We're a month away from the Iowa caucuses. Herman Cain, he... He's stood like a deer in a headlight more than once now on the national stage. Rick Perry had a brain freeze. He looks like he should be in a Saturday Night Live sketch every Saturday night, but not on the stage for the presidency of the United States. He can write down his ideas and they sound good, but when he gets up, he sounds a bit goofy. Is it over for Rick Perry? Is it over for uh, Herman Cain? Is it over for Michelle Bachman? Is it over for Ron Paul? Rick Santorum? You know, how can you keep pressing to be president of the United States when you can't even get more than 5% of your own party that wants to back you? We're hammering away at them now. And yes, I know the mainstream media. I'm upset with the mainstream media. Look at all the presidential candidates in the Democratic Party in 2008. They had them lined up. You look at Chris Dodd. Who said a thing about Countrywide when Chris Dodd was running for president? Yes, nobody dug up any dirt on any of the Democrats running. They gave kid gloves to Barack Obama. We still don't know if he really went to the universities, he said. We don't know anything about his grades. We don't know if he got affirmative action because he's a foreign student. We don't know because the, le- the records are locked up. But I'm telling you, we can't go in the past and change that. We've got to go forward because we know. We know as the Tea Party, this is the most important election this nation will ever have. 2012, who's going to be our president? It's going to be up to us, and this is the best that we can do a week, I mean a month away from the our uh, caucuses and the elections coming up and the primaries in January, Florida being one of them, we have South Carolina. All these states are lining up to make a direct impact on the history of this country. And we're still flailing around in the primaries.
I guess I am frustrated because this is it. And this is the best the Tea Party can do. Give us Mitt Romney. Just say, okay, the Tea Party, y'all played a good game. Y'all talked a lot. Y'all helped us in 2010. But this is going to be our nominee. So go ahead and get used to it. Are you ready for that? Are we just going to sit it, sit down and take it from the establishment? Say, this is it. Here's Mitt Romney. Take it. If you don't like it, we'll give you John Huntsman. What are we going to do? Well, let me get on with the, <laughs> the next part of the program. That's the Tombstone of the Week Award. be coming up in just a minute. And the question is, what do we do? Where do we go? How are we going to make an impact? Well, I want you to listen because the next two or three shows all through December, I'm going to give you the answers. So you listen to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And in just a moment, we're going to have this week's Tombstone of the Week Award. And it goes to Glenn Beck for the words he said, the words of Glenn Beck. I'm going to tell you those in just a minute. But first, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. And you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. I'm going to tell you. The best book I've ever written is out there right now. You can go to www.teaparty.ms. That's teaparty.ms. You can order my book. You know, Herman Cain has a 999 plan. <laughs> well, Doc Holliday has his own 999 plan. It's $9.99, free shipping in the United States. Get the book. Get it for Christmas. Get it for your friends because $9.99. What I want to do is not make a killing. I just want to get a book out, get the information out that this election in 2012 is important. The title of the book is Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, Tea Party versus the Status Quo. If you believe the status quo has got to go, order this book. Let's get excited. Let's get together. I just told you about tough love for the Tea Party. And a lot of you are frustrated. We're starting to get upset about what we got to pick from and how the press and how the establishment is saying here it is this is your choice get behind Mitt Romney right now well we are going to talk about that coming up in the next two or three weeks very important to listen to Doc Holliday's Tea Party because I got the answers and you're going to get them right here on Doc Holliday's Tea Party but you can go ahead and order my book now Hey, Christmas coming up. You got friends, liberal, conservative, moderate, doesn't matter. They need to read Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You get it ordered, you're not going to get a better deal than 999. Doc Holliday's own 999 plan. It's for you, it's for America. You go order the book now. I also want to say, don't forget, uh, a couple weeks ago we had Robert Estes on Where's America's Jobs.com. You need to go to that website, wheresamericasjobs.com, and check it out. Because if you don't have a job, your friend doesn't have a job, the number one reason right now is because of the socialism and the policies of Barack Obama. But we got other things that our institutions need to know. We need to know how to make things again. And we're going to be talking about that with our interview coming up with Robert Sanchez coming up in a few more minutes. And so listen to that. And now... Let's get ready for Doc Holliday's Tombstone of the Week Award. And for our new listeners, we're glad you're listening. And every week I give 
the Tombstone Week Award uh, some words or actions or deeds. I don't give it to the person. Don't think I mean somebody ought to be shot and put six feet under the ground. What I'm saying is the words, the actions, or the deeds should be buried six feet in, under the ground beneath the tombstone. So this week's Tombstone of the Week Award goes to Glenn Beck. Now, why did Glenn Beck say to, to get these, the Tombstone of the Week Award? Well, this, he was on his show pushing his new book with uh, Imus, a uh, radio personality, uh, Imus. And, 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 and on that show, Glenn Beck said that Barack Obama will be reelected. He said he feels like Barack Obama will be reelected. What? Glenn, Glenn Beck, somebody get a hold of Glenn Beck and shake him up. You've got people who have been following you for years now. You've got more than 500,000 people to the Lincoln Memorial right there on your uh, Restoring Honor rally in August of 28th, on August 28th, 2010. You can listen to Doc Holliday's Tea Party archives. Yes, I was there. I was one of those. I think it's more than 500,000. That was the minimum. I think it's close to a million people. We were packed in there. Yes, packed in there to listen to Glenn Beck and the people he brought on stage to restore honor in America. You got people engaged. You got them, you're doing a good job educating. And now you come out of the believer saying, we've got to get this Tea Party movement going. We've got to get socialism. Anybody with socialistic attitudes and tendencies out of the administration, out of our government. And we do it by elections and now Glenn Beck comes here and he tells me that Barack Obama will get reelected. Don't give up. You know Winston Churchill said, never give up. Never give up. And here we got Glenn Beck giving up on us. Glenn, you can give more than that. You say you're giving it your all. And then you say, Barack Obama's going to get reelected? Where's your faith, Glenn? Where's your perseverance? Where is that firepower? Where's that fire in the belly, Glenn? You've lost it. You better get it back because America needs you. We all got to get together as a team. Yes, a team to make sure that those who love freedom and understand the principles of the United States Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and the miracle that brought it together we need those foundations and the people to understand it to get out and start right now making sure that Barack Obama does not get reelected. His socialism is evident. The poverty is growing. And we are in dire need of someone who understands those principles. And right here on Doc Holliday's Tea Party, I have to tell you, that I'm going to do all I can to be a part of the piece of the puzzle that will restore honor in America, restore our constitutional principles, restore limited government, and make sure government does not overtake the personal liberties that were given to us, not by man. The liberties that are guaranteed to us, they're given to us by Almighty God. It says so in the Declaration. It says it in the Constitution. You say, hey, there's no mention of God in the Constitution. That's because they knew it was based on the Declaration of Independence. 
We have a nation that is ignorant of our Constitution. And that's why our next guest is coming on. And his name is Robert Sanchez. And I got to meet him. And he is, he's going to tell us about something that he's put together that will, he and his brothers put together that will help people better understand the Constitution, our Constitution. And it is a miracle. Look, I don't know if you ever heard in the David Barton series, America, America's Heritage series. But anything, you can go to wildbuilders.com and David Barton is a fantastic historian. But he was talking about one of the letters back in when the Constitution, they were trying to decide if it needed to be ratified. And then uh, George Washington's friend, somebody wrote George and asked him, should we ratify this Constitution? And George Washington's response was, uh, I paraphrase it, but it basically said, look, he was telling his friend, I'm not saying this was divine intervention, but I'm telling you that the U.S. Constitution is a miracle. People felt it. They knew it. When they got it done, when they signed it, this was a miracle. And people like the father of the American Revolution, uh, Sam Adams, Samuel Adams, who detested big government. He hated government, and that's therefore he helped write the Articles of Confederation. But he knew the Articles of Confederation, which America was placed on before the U.S. Constitution, it wasn't working. And people asked Samuel Adams, should we, should we ratify this Constitution? And Samuel Adams, who was not a part of the Constitution, the, but he, and he had faith in the people, and he said, yes, let's get this ratified. It's for America, and I'm telling you, there were people who will say that the U.S. Constitution was a miracle, a miracle. And so that's why I wanted to get Robert Sanchez on and let him tell us what he's doing to help people better understand our Constitution. Come on, Robert. Okay, thanks for having me, uh, Doc. Um, well, we came up with a deck of cards that are unique to the founding of this country. We realize that all the cards are standard deck of playing cards, have royalty in them. You know, they have jacks, queens, and right. kings. So um, I was trying to teach my children about the Constitution, and not just dates and, you know, uh, things like that they teach in school, but the documents and what makes us exceptional. So one night I was at my brother's house, around the back porch, thinking, man, what can we do to get the Constitution in the hands of the kids? Because we had them, our kids try to read a pocket Constitution, and it just wasn't right. working. Uh-huh. So we decided, well, again, we need to come up with some way that the kids could interact and have fun, you know, learning the Constitution. So me and my brother play cards uh, quite a bit, and it just hit us right then. We're like, hey, how about playing cards? So we started <laughs> looking at them, and we saw the Jacks, the Queens, and the Kings. We're like, well, well, that's un-American, first of all. We had a revolution yeah. in 1776. We got rid of the royals, but we but, never got yeah. them out of our playing cards. Uh -huh. So we decided, well, you know, that's great. Well, we need to come up with um, suits. So we decided, well, let's come up with suits that represent America and its founding. So we came up with four suits. This is a standard deck of cards. You can play all the same games. We just change the suits and change the face cards. So, so of these cards, it's not like a set game. It's like every game that you play with a deck of cards, you, you get this deck and uh, not only play the game, you also get to <laughs> learn more about the Constitution. 
Absolutely. Like, you know, there's several countries that have their own suits. You know, the Spanish, they play with um, sh- uh, shields and swords, and the Germans play with bells and uh, acorns and stuff like that. Uh, is that right? Our, I, I didn't know that. I just thought the cards were standard all over the, the world. Is that is, nope, so nope. not right? Uh, uh, a lot of countries have their own suits. There's probably like five uh, prominent suits out there. Okay. Now, what they use most around the world is the suits that we have today. Uh-huh. And they, those originated like six, seven hundred years ago, and they say they were originated in the Middle East. Some people are saying it was Europe, it was the Middle East, but either way about it, they were made for propaganda purposes to show the people where the power lied. Okay. So you had the king, you had the queen, you had a jack. I yeah. think the numbers were like the subjects, but the ace stood for the empire. So uh-huh. an ace in a regular deck of cards stands for the empire. Well, in my deck, we have an I. And it's a Roman numeral one. Uh-huh. So the I stands for independence. So we don't have an in, uh, uh, empire here. We have independence. Okay. So our cards, wanted, we wanted to make them a, as close to the foundation as we possibly could. So let me go over the four suits with you. Okay. Let's go. Instead of spades, diamonds, hearts, and clubs, mm-hmm. we came up with suits that were unique to this country. We have faith, declaration, revolution, and unity. So our right. founders united under faith, declared their independence, won a revolution, and then formed the republic. So those are our four suits. Wow. So they, they, they just, you just switch out what we got and got those four suits. And then, uh, like I said, it's just like a standard deck of cards now. It's a standard deck of cards now. Now, our one through ten cards, what makes us different, our one, you know, the independence to the ten card, just like uh-huh. in a regular deck, you have the ace to the ten. Well, ours is independence to the ten. What we did with those, we made them the Bill of Rights. Because in the Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments to the Constitution... We had ten amendments. Okay, so the Bill of Rights first is amendment the one through on the ten. one card. We wrote the second amendment on the two mm-hmm. card, the third amendment, etc., to the tenth amendment, and it made the Bill of Rights. So it was that simple. Wow. Yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. Now, and now, when you go to our face cards, instead uh, of jacks, queens, and kings, we replace them with we the people. And what what makes up we the people? We have gentlemen, ladies, and patriots. So the gentleman replaces a jack, the lady replaces a queen, and the patriot replaces the king. Now, we have two jokers in our deck. We have the King of Tyranny and the King's Queen. We named the second joker the King's Queen because the king owned everything, even his queen. Now, to complete our deck, we had to add four cards. We call it our foundation. You could use these as wild cards, trump cards, Uh however you want. Well, we needed four more cards. So we call it our foundation, and there are founding documents. Under our faith suit, we put the Ten Commandments. Uh Under the Declaration suit, we put the Declaration of Independence. Then we put the Bill of Rights, and on the last card, we put the U.S. Constitution. Now, oh. here's where it gets good, Ed. Okay. If you take my face card, the two jokers, and the four foundation cards, there's a total of 18 playing cards. What we did here is we wrote one clause on each of these playing cards from Article One, Section 8 of our Constitution. These are the limited powers of Congress and the only powers that we, the people, relinquished to our federal government to rule. You know, without these powers, there would be anarchy. So our founders came up with a system where what we did, they didn't want anarchy. They kind of tried that. So they went yeah. towards a, a, a limited powers, but they did grant them powers that the federal government can have control over all the 13 states. So, so you're saying, that, now which cards are these? That, that, and it, all it does, it shows the limiting powers, only the powers that the, we, the people, have given to the government. Absolutely, and that's right in the Constitution. See, the whole Constitution is set up as structure. In Article 1, Section 1, Section 2, it's all, you know, um, defining what the rules are going to be in the federal government, how they get elected, when they get elected, how many times they have to meet in Congress. But there's only one part of our Constitution that relinquishes power from the people 
to the federal government, and that is Article One, Section 8. There's only 17 powers. Now, the 18th power was just to say we have the power to enforce the first 17, which is the most important power because without that, they wouldn't be able to enforce it. Right. So um, Article 1, Section 8, there's 18 powers. We wrote one clause on each of our face cards, jokers, and our foundation cards. So by playing with these cards, kids and adults and everybody could learn the limited powers of Congress and then the rights of the people, and that's what they're not teaching in school. And what I tell everybody, a government school will never teach kids that they should be limited. You know, they think that the government is start-all and the end-all, and that's just not the case. we got to get back to the Constitutional Republic, and by the way to do that, we need to make sure that the federal government operates under the only powers that we granted them. Wow. And so from a deck of cards, uh, we can educate a nation. Or that's, oh, that's absolutely. what your purpose is. The meat is. and potatoes of the Constitution and our rights are right in them cards. And, and that's another thing we're thinking, Ed. Everybody, 95% of the people knows what the King of Hearts is. Well, at the same time, I think 90% of the people do not know what Article 1, Section 8 is. Yeah. And, yeah. and by, doing, by, by making these cards, we said, well, you know, my kids, when they grow up and they're going to buy playing cards for their kids, well, they're going to buy the American Standard playing cards. Or they're going to go to ConstitutionCards.com and pick up a pack. Or hopefully there's packs all around their house already. Yeah. But when they play with their kids, they're going to play with these new cards. And then their kids are. So what we're saying is, we can make the Constitution part of society. Everybody knows what the King of Hearts is. If we could flip that over and make it the Patriot of Faith, then we know the Constitution will be in the hands of everybody in the nation. I think it's really um, something that could change the country and get us back closer to our founders intended. Um, everybody wants to blame either the Democrats or the Republicans or certain um, politicians, but it was we the people that dropped the ball. So we got to get, we the people have the power. Everything has to go through Congress. And if we hold them to account, the country would uh, turn around how our founders intended. You know, what you're saying is just what uh, Samuel Adams said, back one of the founding fathers. In fact, they call him the father of the American Revolution. And he said, you can always trust the people. If you're in doubt, trust the people. And if we the people will get these cards and play them, if we know the Constitution, you're right. We need to ask everybody that's elected, anybody that wants to be elected, they need to know what powers that we the people give them and, and not to go overboard on those. And that and we the people have been lack in, in sending people to Washington because we don't know the Constitution and we don't know that they're abusing it because we don't know it. Exact, that's exactly what happened. I couldn't have summed it up any better than that. The reason why it's going on is because we the people actually don't know the Constitution and we have blind faith in these uh, officials that we elect and hoping that they understand it, which they do not. So um, that's exactly right, Ed, and, and that's why we come up with the cards. I mean, it's really... Robert, we got to finish up here in a minute, but I, I want... What, uh, what's your love for freedom? Why do you love freedom, Robert? Well, I, I love freedom because this country right here is the only country on the face of the planet that grants me liberties from God. Mm. All these other forms of government out there, it's through man and through people that create uh, the government. So uh, the United States of America is the only country that gets their, uh, their rights from God. Now, now why, why do you say I that, Robert? I have a special interest in it because my father is a Cuban exile. Okay. So he, his mom sent him over here from Cuba when he was nine years old. So mm -hmm. my whole life growing up, my father would tell me, Robert, this is an exceptional nation, and you are exceptional to be born in the United States of America and to be a citizen. And mm -hmm. I was wondering why, but he told me because... 
your rights come from God. And if you have rights from God, and, you know, some people say, well, we don't believe in God. I said, well, then pick a tree, pick a rock, <laughs> pick a can. You know, pick something that you want to get your rights from. I mean, my rights come from Jesus Christ and the God Almighty. Now, a government cannot get in between that. So once government starts handing down rights, they could take them away. And we are the only country on the face of the earth that had our rights given to us by our Creator. We are endowed by our Creator with these unalienable rights. Mm. So, and that's what makes us exceptional here. My father, you know, I would sit out with my grandmother, and she would tell me stories and what happened to her country. You know, now she's an American, and she, they, they all bleed red, white, and blue. But they told me, you know, the stories of what happened and how it was hope and it was change and... You know, there was going to be a great democracy and a great revolution, and they ended up with a tyrant. About your website, how can people go and uh, get a pack of your cards? It's real simple. It's constitutioncards.com. Wow, constitutioncards.com. And if you go to our homepage, I have a, one video on my homepage. If you click on that, it'll show you exactly what we did with the cards. And then we have some banners there. You can see all the cards laid out, exactly what you're getting. They are casino quality 300 gsm uh coated in plastic so they're a good quality card and they're made in america from the paper to the ink to the packaging everything is 100 percent made in america i'm glad something can still be made in america 100 <laughs> percent. it was it was hard you know i found i, I called so many companies and mm. i had them um, get go to texas apollo playing cards and they had everything there, the ink, the paper, the packaging. They made, assured me, and they sent me the paperwork showing me that everything was American. So I said, well, you're our company. So um, constitutioncards.com. And I want everybody to know that I had the um, privilege to meet Mr. Doc Holliday at one of these events. And I had a... Well, thank you, Robert. Down, and we talked for quite a while. So he's a very genuine man, honorable, and um, I had a great time talking to you, Doc. Well, Robert, thank you so much for being on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And, hey, we're going to get you back here in a, after a while. So thanks for coming on the show and, and uh, keep up the good work. And I, I hope you sell a million of these cards between the, now and Christmas. Hey, that's a million seeds of liberty that will be out there. And that's what we call them, seeds of liberty. And that was Robert, and his, he's planting seeds of liberty. You can be a part of those seeds of liberty. Uh, go to constitutioncards.com and get your uh, pack of cards. But let me tell you. There's probably nothing better under a Christmas tree than a pack of those cards and a book called Rock Splitting Politics by Doc Holliday. So uh, check out those two things to make your Christmas a freedom Christmas. And those of you who are look out looking for gifts for other things, birthday gifts, other gifts, Hanukkah gifts, hey, there's your two freedom gifts right there. So let me tell you that the couple nuggets that Robert gave. Number one, you remember, he's born in America, but his parents were not. His father said, you are blessed. He said how important it was to realize that he was born in the United States of America. He's an American citizen. He has rights guaranteed by the Constitution. Rights given by God, guaranteed by the Constitution. And Article uh, 1, Section 8, we have limited powers. We, the people, give the government powers. How much power is the government taking that we haven't given? We need to know that. It's important to know that. And as far as the Rock of Liberty speech this week, you just heard it. You have just heard when we talked about the Constitution, when we talked about standing up to tyranny, standing up to a big government. That is our Rock of Liberty speech. This whole show 
is standing up and telling you how you can be a part and a piece of the puzzle that brings America back to the constitutional uh, government that we're supposed to be. And I want to tell you as a friend, as a fellow Tea Party uh, activist, that I'm so glad that you're listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And we will continue to grow because of you. You're telling your friends, your neighbors, and that's why we're growing. And this show will have an effect on the election in 2012. We want to have an effect on all the elections across this country. Doc Holliday's Tea Party is growing, and we are going to be bigger and bigger. So tell your friends, 2012 is the year Doc Holliday's Tea Party, we're going to, you know, that Rolling Stones <laughs> song, Under My Thumb, well... We, 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 the Tea Party, have got to flex our muscle, and we got to show what we can do. You stay right here. Listen to us next week as I continue on. We've talked about some tough love about the Tea Party. We are going to continue on with what we need to do. We've got the answers coming up next week. Listen to us. I'll see you then. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide, from the Boston Tea Party to today's Tea Party Revolution, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.